Different kind of city when you live in red. All different opinions, can you choose a side? Come together for the better. Change can only start from the thoughts of an average Joe. From the thoughts of an average Joe. From the thoughts of an average Joe. What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Thoughts of an Average Joe Podcast. It's Troy Jackson here, man. Your favorite average Joe. And it's been a week. A long week, but I'm back. And I got a very special guest on. Uh, one of my best friends from Florida and m One of my ride-or-die friends, Lamont. What's up, Lamont? How you doing, man? What's going on, man? How you doing, T-Roy? Hey, man, you know, man. I'm just out here, you know. <laughs> Chilling, man. You why know. you sound like? Why you sound like you laying on your your bed on your stomach or something? Why you sound like that, dude? But I'm not. Like I'm legit not laying <laughs> on the bed. <laughs> I'm like I'm on the chair. Like yeah. All right, all right, brother. You got it. What's going on? What's up, homie? Nothing, man. So I'm gonna give a little people backstory how me and you met, man. Uh, we met at Florida. I don't remember how we met. Bro, we met at Florida A and M. We was I don't I don't remember what class we were in, but we was in um we Dr. was V's class. We was in Doctor V's class, correct, correct, correct. We was in Doctor V's class. I remember that now. Um, I was cool with Dave. Dave knew you, and Dave blended us together. Exactly. Them, you know. Exactly. Man, my guys, what's up with you, man? How's life? Hey, man, you know life's alright. It's treating me okay. I can't I can't complain, man. You know I'm just out here. Trying to trying to grind, trying to survive, man. You know, just I dig it. How's life for you, bro? Oh man, you know, engaged. You know, okay. It's about damn time. About the next. <laughs> about to start the next chapter of my life. That's good, you know. man. It's exciting, man. You know, I can't. I'm gonna be there for the wedding. I can't miss that at all, man. I can't. I can't do that to my homie, man. I appreciate man. that. I would appreciate the support. Got to, man. Black men gotta stick together, you know. Oh yeah. Black definitely. men definitely have to stick together. All right, today I wanted to talk about, right, um, you brought this to me, so I wanted to talk about it. We're going to talk about being a black man in America. So, you know, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna dive into all of this stuff. And then there's a couple of things you want to talk about as well. So, I'm going to ask you a question, and I'm going to give you what, okay. I, what I think a black man, what it means to be a black man, and then I'm going to have you feed off, and we'll go like that, all right? That sounds like a plan. All right, so... What does it mean to be a black man? And it took me a little while to, to try to, to try to come up with a, a definition that I thought was solid. And this is what I came up with. What does it mean to be a black man? Someone who has to fight for everything that he has. Who has to overcome a society that was not made for him. Someone who has to live cautiously because his life could be gone in a minute in a justice system that was not made for him. But he also is a leader, a husband, a provider, a father, a brother, etc. He's also strong-minded, creative, intelligent, and understanding, and is also a pillar in the community. That's what I feel like a black man is. What's your thoughts on that? First of all, first before we start, uh, let's thank God for this day. You right. 
thank God for this uh, this podcast he created. It's a good idea, so I hope it does well. Also, Jesus was a black man, so we we just gonna throw that out there. Praise to the Most High. Oh, I am a yeah. I guess I am a black man, just in case. <laughs> so, is a black man to me. Yes. Well, outside of the the melanin and the skin, uh, pretty much being black or being a black man is, um, I think, a strength. Because uh, I kind of disagree uh, with what you said. Like, you know, if it wasn't for the, you know, black people, black men and women in this country, this country wouldn't function. Uh, the the descendants of slavery, um, I guess you want to call it the ADOS, those people built this country. Blood, sweat, and tears. Uh, 400 years of, uh, you know, oppression. And it's still going on. We still got the remnants of the effects of uh-huh. what's going on. So, um, kind of disagree with that. What you said, I guess. What what was that? The Webster Dictionary version of nah, the black man. That's just something. That's just something that I came up with. Oh. oh okay. You sound okay. You sounded thorough. <laughs> I, think, I think what it is is your strength, man. Because um, we persevere through our lives. Um, it's pretty much um, um, a struggle. Because uh, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. But it's not a matter of being fearful. It's more so being cautious. But it's fun at the same time. Okay. So what do you mean by so far not it's so much being fearful? Because we're going to get into that later. Because I, I have a theory on that. Not to worry so much being fearful, but so much being cautious. So what do you mean by that? Uh, what I mean by being fearful? Yeah, between words, not being fearful but being cautious. Cause I don't, I don't think, yeah. I don't think okay. like a black man's fearful. But I feel like we have to live cautious because we never know when we can be gone. The way this, the way the police system is set up nowadays, and the justice system that wasn't made for us. Right, I agree with that. Okay, but when I'm saying being, don't be fearful. I mean, you can't live your life in fear. Like you know, you can't, you you can't be scared. Like, honestly, you just said earlier, um, every day you go outside, you know, uh, the opportunity for somebody to take your life, that is there because they're scared of you. But I do think we should defend ourselves at all costs. Um, and that that foundation you set, that, that's your legacy. So if you want to be a coward and you hide behind other people, you can do that. You can, um, that's your prerogative. For me and for mine, I'm willing to die for mine, and I think a lot of people aren't. I think they think um, more scared just to get along, go along to get along. You know, it's okay to jump ship and do your own thing. You don't have to go for the, you know, the cushy job. You can create your own business. You know, a lot of people don't have the heart to do stuff like that. But, you know, how black people are. They always say, oh, um, black people don't support black businesses. Black people always ask for the hookup. But that's not true. You know, you got to, you know, cut the weed out and let the, the good grass grow sometimes. No, okay. I I can agree with that statement. Because I do feel like that's a myth where black people don't support black business, but that's not necessarily true. Because I know I support black business. Right. Now, there has you been a time where black business was like, I didn't, where I had a horrible experience. It was, But it wasn't the first time. It was like the second time I tried to shop there. And she didn't return me my money. But outside of that, I haven't had no real bad experience with like, black businesses i will i'm saying if you have want you me to pay a bad experience outside of a black business like when you go out to um i guess you got wawa right yeah do you get the best treatment at wawa 
I mean, I actually don't get bad treatment at Wawa, so I can't. I haven't had a bad experience at Wawa yet. Like, honestly, my personal opinion. Okay. But, like, I've had bad experiences at Walmart, so I see. I, I see where you're going with this. Yeah, you know, it's just it's just different. You know, different times. So let's say um, you're having a bad experience with somebody, like especially at a black building. You never know that person be having a bad day. But at the end of the day, they your brother, they your sister. So it's okay to pull them to the side. Like, you all right, man? It's gonna be okay, man. You know, just giving words of encouragement because you don't know what that other person is thinking about sometimes too. Exactly. Because uh, as you said, uh, it's kind of stressful and um, strenuous just being black in the society where they don't. It's not built for you. So you see somebody else trying to do something and they're not giving you they a one effort. You can tell them to the side, like, hey, uh, you know, you good, man. You know, I, we all have our little lapses in judgment, or you know, it doesn't go your way. But dust yourself off. And uh, come back stronger next time or something. Alright. So let me let me let, let's segue into this. I'm gonna ask you this and then I'll go ahead and go. What is the value that a black man brings to the community? What do you mean? So like alright, so for example, right? In my opinion, the black man what the value a black man brings to the community, outside of the fact that he's a provider protector, he's a pillar of the community. He's also the standard of the community. And what I mean by standard is like people, especially people in the black community, they look up to the black man. So if the black man is not doing what he's supposed to do, I I don't feel like in all the time, but in some cases it will reflect in the community. Like let's say you have a bunch of, let's say it's like a, a development of like five people hypothetically. And all yeah. five of the black men aren't doing what they're supposed to do. They're either selling drugs or they're doing other stuff outside of, you know, doing what doing what we're supposed to do as human beings, especially as black men. I feel like that will have a negative effect on the community. Uh, do you follow me? Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Okay. So, and I also feel like, especially with black people in general, it's definitely important to have the black man active in the family in the community because i mean this goes for any male period but especially with the black male it's a girl right. it's uh the black the black man is especially if he has a daughter that's her first interaction with a male so how he treats her is how she's going to view how male how males are and same thing with the son right and, you you right you 100 percent right i i hey. You're right. And it's the same thing with the son. How, if I have a, I don't have, obviously I don't have any kids yet, but how I have kids, you're saying like, I have to make sure I'm on my P's and Q's because he's watching. If obvious, like I'm saying, like, if I'm not on my step, if I'm not on what I need to be on, he's going to look at it as it's okay for him to do the same thing. When in actuality, I'm training you to be better than me. So I need to make sure that I'm, on top of my game and all facets because kids pick up a lot of stuff so that way he knows this is how a black man this is how i'm supposed to be in the community this is how i'm supposed to be living my life does that make sense right i agree with that uh, i think we're the gold standard and at, at the same time we're the most feared um person or i guess feared group on this country um by me saying that this is what i mean now follow me the laws that we have in this country are you know pretty much for the most part against us, right? 
Correct. So the crime you the crime you can commit or what they can they say you can't you did, and just watching the Central Park Five documentary, right? Mm-hmm. It was a lie based on what fear. Somebody said they was raped and they blamed these innocent black men. And they spent time in prison for no reason. Correct. Correct. Now let's let's say in that same time in the eighties, what has happened in the eighties? Um, we we have like nothing's changed. You know what I'm saying? Like as far as like what's changing, nothing. You know, so the same laws are are against us, man. So we all we got at the end of the day, we don't really have allies. We can't, you know. Some people, you know, like Dave. Remember Dave? How he was saying like how uh, uh, he can't do it with black women no more. Like he can't do it. He's just tired. Yes. All right. Now you take a guy like that and that mentality, that way of thinking. They're already giving up on us, you know? Like, I get it. I, I see what he was talking about, but I just never agreed. Like, I, I can't get down with that. I feel you're not. I, no, I agree more, with 100%. You know, it's not just more time. We got to uplift one another at the end of the day because I don't see nobody coming out, doing all these rallies and these protesting, which ain't, isn't getting the job done. It's just a cycle. We look like we're crying babies when we have the power to stop everything. No, that's real. <laughs> you, I'm with you when you're right. That's real. That is com- that is completely real. You touched on the Central Park Five, and I was going to bring that up later, but we can bring it up now. Like I haven't watched it yet, but I know of the situation, and yeah. that's why I feel like this justice system wasn't made for us. Because what if that was a, ca- a Caucasian that if if that was Caucasian males, they wouldn't have been locked up for a crime that they didn't commit. And I feel like, and that's my honest opinion. I honestly feel like, like for example, I'll give you a perfect example, right? Let's just say, because you want to, you want to talk about a man of seal, so we're gonna we're gonna touch on that, then we'll, we'll we'll then we'll dive back, right? So let's say hypothetically, a black man and a white man both commit the same crime. Why is it that we, as black men, have a higher conversion rate than the white man? Like for example, let's just say, Lord forbid, but well, let's just, go ahead. There's there's money. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. All right. So now you you go respond, and then I'll go ahead and say what I have to say. You go ahead. Yeah, there's money in prison. Like the prison industrial complex is like the you know that's the most money you can make if you're you know if you have the the land, you have the the resources, you can sell your property and build a prison on there, and then they'll funnel workers or you know indentured servitude um, to your land. Uh, at the end of the day, they're paying off their debt to society, and while they're paying their debt off to society by being in prison, you're getting paid. So. Um, the number one way to help with fear is to criminalize a class of people, which they criminalize us, and no matter what we're doing, that's why, if you notice, all of a sudden, um, the last three, four years, you see more black people being called, the cops are calling on black people, right? Uh-huh. And to touch on what you said about the Central Park Five, we just had a case where, uh, what was the white kid named, uh, Brock Turner, uh-huh. he raped that, that unconscious girl by the, the dumpster. Exactly. He didn't go to jail. Exactly. And so. Recently, they just said he's a sex offender, but what does that really mean? Correct. He could still live and you know, he got the complexion for the protection, so he's not really going to get any criminal acts. Like, he's, his life can keep going on. Correct. Where when you put, when you rape somebody at the end of the day, what you're really doing is you're taking their innocence, and you are, like, putting like, some spirits, sending them demons on people, man, so they can never get over it. So, um, let, so let's, stay, let's stay on that topic for a minute. Let's stay on Brock Turner, right? So why is it, do you feel like you said the complexion 
for the protection, and that's that's real. That's 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 a fact. Why? Look at do- this. Look at this. Bill Cosby, right? Yep. Let's go back to Bill. Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby's case was in the seventies to the eighties, right? Correct. Now, and the women that they cross-examined and they put on the stand, the stories didn't add up. There was pictures of them at different dates and times. There was lies, right? Harvey Weinstein is a is a, it has the same case, similar case, if not identical. He's getting out. He's getting off. All he had to pay is $44 million. And he's a big wig in Hollywood. Obviously, um, Cosby's in jail, and Harvey Weinstein is where? He's out. He's not going to jail. He's not going to prison at all. So that's what I mean by protection. And uh, Bill Cosby's Bill Cosby. Harvey Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein. I bet you don't mean you can't pick out Harvey Weinstein in the crowd. You know what I'm saying? But you mm-hmm. know what Bill Cosby looked like. This is what... So that, this is how I feel on that, right? And you're 100% the complexion for the protection. But I think it goes deeper than that. I think they, not all Caucasians, but in that instance, they don't want to see a black man succeed. So anytime we mess up or we fuck up, they will find something to push to put us to the ground and keep us to the ground. As opposed to, like you said, Harvey Weinstein, he gets off. But yeah, Bill Crosby, Bill Cosby does the same exact thing. Is going to jail, and I, I, it, I don't feel it's right, and I know it's not right. But at the same time, it's like, why is that? And do you feel like we'll ever get out of that cycle? Because I do feel like it's a cycle that's never ending. Yes, we can get out that cycle, and this is how. Number one, what I think, this is me personally. So, we have everybody that's following these different trends. Like you have the Me Too movement. You have like. Um, you know, I, we, we both know, we went to FAMU, right? So yep. we know gay people, we know gay women, we know lesbians and gay men, right? Yep. So what we need to do is get on one accord and realize we all we got at the end of the day. Uh, we don't have no hold. Like, we're not on the same team. We're playing the, we're playing, we will all show up to the court with different basketballs. I'm playing basketball, some people over there are playing football, we're on the basketball court. We're on the same playing field, but we're not unified and we need to get unity amongst each other now i understand we can't save everybody you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. some people have to go we can't save everybody and when i mean people have to go is we gotta let them do their own thing but the masses have to be on the same accord so it's election season now the politicians are coming to churches they're saying oh i'm i'm marching for i'm marching with dr king like i'm tired of that I'm tired um, and if you do these, the research on certain people, like, you know, like we do research on um, Joe Biden, right? Joe Biden actually had the biggest law reform that put a lot of black people in jail. But what is he doing right now? That he's coming around black people like nothing ever happened. And we're not checking him on that. And the fact that we're not checking him on that, it gives credence to other people to do the same thing. So now we have, we're in a climate where we're asking for normal human rights, you know? We, we're trying to have barbecues in parks, and we can't even have barbecues in parks because people are fearful of us. Um, so we need to get on code. We need a unity. Uh, we need to have unified, um, even though we may believe in different things like religion. You know, I put God first, so people that put God first typically think like me, so I understand we're on the same accord. But we need to get everybody on the same level. They can't touch us once we're in strength in numbers. They can't touch us when we have numbers at the end of the day. That's how I feel about that. Situation. Okay, so let me ask you this. Why do you feel like 
us as black men and us as the black community, we're not unified as like the Chinese community, like the Asian community, or well, I don't want to say Caucasians because I don't really feel like they're unified either. But I just feel like they have the upper hand. The Asians are probably the, one, the most united. Yes, I agree um, with that. Cultures you can meet because you know why we they have a culture, they have actual, um, they have something to go home to. They have something that unifies them all. Like they can they live on the same street, so they know if something happens on that block, they know how it happened, they know why it happened, just because they're used to that environment. Case in point, I live, growing up, I lived in Gardena, right? Mm -hmm. I lived in a city where it was pretty diverse, but I didn't know what, I I really couldn't hang out. Well, I could hang out in Gardena, but when I was living in, like, Watts, right? Let me use Watts for an example. So Watts is a city next to Compton. Compton, you know, Compton and Watts are real small cities, but they're tight, they're tight-knit. You can't really hang out in a city like that because you don't know the values of somebody else with their treating their kids. Those areas are really gang infested, right? Uh-huh. So if a kid sees a gang member in their family, what they're picking up, as what you said, they are seeing certain um, practices and ideologies. They're seeing certain things that I'm not seeing because they're keeping me away from it. So when somebody else is seeing weed, I'm seeing the basketball. So what I understand is fun. I think it's basketball, but when somebody else thinks it's fun, it's getting high. So when I'm trying to hang out with somebody getting high, they trying to hang out with me, and they can't play basketball. So I'm not hanging out with my man that looks just like me because we're doing two different things. Uh-huh. There's nothing wrong with people that smoke weed or anything like that, but I'm, what I'm saying is we aren't doing the same thing. We're not practicing certain things. Like, I'm, If you're looking for betterment, like we went to college. We all met. We all still cool because we have the same goals in common. Not everybody go to college, but for the most of us, we hang out still because we have something in common that that we are rooted in. Whether whether it be like sports journalism, scholastics, or just basketball. For you know, just to be real, I don't like football like that. I never really did, but I will watch it because I have a team. So I know like, oh my guys want to watch football. We can watch it because I'm okay with that. Nah. Okay, so let's segue back to the original question I asked you, right? Now that we got all that, let me see if you come up if you came up with an answer. What is the value that a black man brings to the world or brings to the community? He brings every. Actually, he's a he's a life bringer. He's the bearer of. He's a life bringer, actually. No matter what, a black man can have sex with any other woman. He brings another black baby in the world. Nah, that's real. <laughs> that's... Hey, I mean, that's short and sweet. I'm sorry for the long-winded answers, but that was a deep question. But, yeah, like, we're, we're life bearers. Like, we give out, you know, we... Um, there was a study. That was funny. I read this. There was a study. A black man, if 30 black men... If they, we have sex for like 30 days or something like that with 30 different women, like, you know, multiple women every day, we could repopulate the earth like in like some year, a couple years. You know that? Huh. Really? Like men in general, but, but if you want to have a black nation, all you got to do is have like, you know, you can just have a black baby. Plan. Okay. It's funny. Like, that. I didn't know that. Yeah. The man is just the seed we carry. Um, we, We're not labored with having children you don't have to have nine months out of commission you know what i'm saying so uh-huh. you know it's where you know we bring life man like people don't understand that we have power and then that's what they're fearful of you know we i was i read this abortion bill right you know about the abortion bill right correct you want to know why the abortion bill is getting heavily passed like out in the south 
I'm listening. I want to hear your theory on this. Go ahead. The white race isn't producing children at the rate that they need to to survive. So meaning that they're going extinct. So they're trying to outlaw the women from getting rid of the children, whether rape or incest, meaning that they're getting their numbers are getting low. And at first, it didn't really dawn on me until I was seeing how fast that these bills are getting passed, you know? No. So I, I was just shocked. Like, wow, I'm looking at the census, the, the, the census numbers, and they are going down, but it's not down to the point where I'm thinking, you know, it's, it's going to be like two, two, three black white people, you know, in Mississippi. No, it's going down like by the thousands every year. Mm. And so by the year like 2050 or 2020, like 2100 or whatever, there may not be no more white people left, like no American uh, white people, because everybody else is getting intermingled and uh-huh. the people of Mexican descent have more color. They're, their kids are going to populate the earth. And it's a fear tactic. It's fear-based again. It goes back to being scared of being genetically annihilated. No, no, I, I, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that hundred percent. Yeah, man. So let me ask it's you this. Deep, like, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, nah, I was just thinking, man. Like this stuff, I be thinking about. Like, man, it's deep. Like when you hear a story or you see like a TV show with like a black man with his hand up, and he gets gunned down. Mm-hmm. So it makes you think, like, damn, what did he do? So you watch this video. You watch like a thousand times. Um, he put his hands up. Uh, cops yell out, "Gun!" The guy's like, "I ain't got no gun. I ain't got no gun." And why was he trying to kill him? It's straight fear. It's straight fear. It's fear, man. And then um, at the end of the day, there's no repercussions for taking another black man's life. Exactly. You know? Um, And it all started with, I believe, well, I think the the tipping point was Trayvon Martin. Uh So when Trayvon Martin got killed, um, I think that was the green light for people to get killed. The Mike Brown got choked out. Because that's when that started happening. um, you know, then like these cop, different cops are doing it. They're crying on camera. But look what, when um, Pete uh, was an Asian cop was raping those black women in uh, Houston. Uh-huh. There was a whole bunch of Asian people out there trying to get him out. You know what I'm saying? Like they want their own. You know, we got to do that for each other. That Trayvon Martin thing was crazy because I lived. Right, we was in college. We thought he was going to jail. Like, oh, this dude got to get under the jail for that. And exactly. What the, what the jury say? Well, not guilty. What? And I not live guilty. in that area, so I live no, in that man, area, so it was crazy. You. Like it really hit home. Like yo, that could have been me. Like that really could have been my life right there over, over something that I shouldn't over even... over what you over what you're not supposed to be. Exactly. Or allegedly not be. Allegedly. And now. We have these people that want to call for feminism, and we have these people that call for, like, you know, um, yeah, just mainly feminism is the one thing that's manipulating our people. Like, you, you'll get these token uh, black people into, like, prominent societies. Like, if you watch CNN, man, like, just watching the news is sickening us sometimes because it's just coon fest. Like, these people really don't want black people to see and they putting their foot in their mouths because they don't want other black people to thrive like when people are calling for reparations for certain like for the american descendants of slaves they're saying it's hard to detect who is but it's really not no i agree 
And I, I, I agree with that. It, it's, it's not that. It's not that difficult. Yeah, man. My bad, but that's a tangent. That's another tangent of mine. I'm sorry. You good? It's not, bro. It's a, listen, we we are hunted on this podcast. It's no problem. So let me ask you this, right? All right. Why do you feel like the weight of the world is on our shoulders as a black man? So like for so like I I put I feel like because if we don't do it, nobody else will do it, and we already have a negative image in the media, and there's not enough light on what we actually do as good men and then on top of that we got to work two times harder and three times smarter as a caucasian man to get what they already have make sense i don't i disagree with that all right explain we ain't gotta work, we ain't gotta work two times as hard or be three times as good explain it's all about who you know it's all about who you know your connections get you further in life than your education man okay this... you, went to, you, you went to famu you know this I don't want to put no names out there, but we have people that, you know, that, that got certain positions at, <laughs> at our school <laughs> that didn't quite belong, you know. That's not, I'm not going to put nobody out there, but, uh, <laughs> nah, that was a, no, that's, that's another fear tactic I think people put on there, like saying, like, oh, you got you to gotta, you gotta thrive this much is to be as equal as your competition. No, what we need to do is start connecting with one another and stop depending on everybody else. Case in point, like your podcast, I hope your podcast grows to be as big as TMZ, like as far as like, you know, being a source of news and media. And that's just what I want for you. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You know, uh, I'm watching, you know, I support small businesses. I don't even like high end stuff. I like, I, I do everything on the grassroots level because that's the only people that I really give a damn about you because your dollar matters uh-huh. and your opinion matters to their business. But, um, yeah, you don't have to work two times as hard as a white man or Asian man or anybody else. No, 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 no. You got to just know people in high places. So here's here's my theory on that, right? I see where you're coming from. But the reason why I say that is because, granted, it does help to know people. But I, yeah. but I also feel like at the same time, if I know somebody in high power and he knows somebody in high power, Nine times out of ten, these big corporations, they gonna take. I feel. I feel like they gonna take the white man over before they take me. If we both have the same equal credentials, that's how. Now I could be wrong, but that's how I feel. Well, Troy, your name is Troy Jackson. That's a black man name. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't hiding nowhere. <laughs> what a name like Troy! I'm throwing your resume away. Like what? Next. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but I, I I get it, I get it. But yeah, man, I think that's another part of that fear programming type of deal they kind of give us. Like, man, I've seen people, I've seen idiots above me. I'm like, wait a minute, man, time out. What? But uh, yeah, man. For example, right? So that's why I say like, there's not enough light on men. On men who actually do good, as opposed, to, there's always when you look at news, there's always negative images of black men, but there's not positive images on black men. Like for example, right. there was a positive image. Uh, I forget his name, but the speaker at Morals, he paid all the student loans. You know what I'm saying? That's a positive image. But I feel like for every uh-huh. the 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 speaker at you 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 know about the guy who uh I forget oh, his at name. Morehouse. Yeah, the at billionaire. Morehouse, yeah, I wish you the uh, whole, their debt. <laughs> I wish you'd have paid my debt, boy, I tell you. 
Man, who I you went to the wrong school. I know, right? <laughs> I, I'd have been, I'd been taking doctor's program class. Like, brother, let me get this, <laughs> do this bill. Black man, come here. You <laughs> take this bill, and you have a blessed one. And I validate your parking real quick. And I feel like it's a lot of good that we do in the world, but the media only wants to portray us in a particular light. And I do feel like once again, that's off the fear factor. Right. It is. Like, I feel like they can, I don't want to say they're trying to condition us, but they're trying to put it out in the media that we can only reach certain levels in life as opposed to the sky's the limit for us. And I feel like this, obviously, I know the sky's the limit for us, but I feel like when it comes to some, uh, when it comes to some news outlets or some media, they keep betraying you in a bad light to try to scare you as to okay you're only going to amount to this much to try to bring us down because they know like we know once we become unified there ain't nobody stopping us who's going who's stopping us exactly that's what that's what the that's strength in numbers man uh remember when they when we did have strength in numbers what they do is um like you from philadelphia where you're kind of from philadelphia matter of fact, i don't even know where you're from where you from again you're not from philly i'm from south jersey but I rep Philly. Okay, all right. At least you, at least you honest this time. But anyway, you looking stupid. I was putting you up. I was like, oh, my guy over here from Philly. My guy over here from Philly. Look, I'm not from Philly. Everybody, listen. I was like, wait, what? I've spent as much time as I've spent as much time as Philly as I did in Jersey of my 18 years living there. So I feel like I can rep both. You keep false claiming, man. You that's not false claiming. We get on top of it, but that's not false claiming. That is not is not claim, bro. Where were you born? Just because I was born somewhere don't mean I was raised there. <laughs> where are you born? Okay, Dave was born in Kentucky. We don't say he's from Kentucky, right? He's, a, he's by way of Kentucky. Where are you born? Okay, I'll put it like this. <laughs> by way of Jersey, mix of both. We're going to leave Bro, it at that. I am from Jersey. But I rep Philly as well. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I, was, I, was, I was embarrassed. I, I was a circus clown that day. I was walking around with my nose. I was like, walk up. I think we were talking about um, strength in numbers and a negative negative image. That's what we were talking about. Oh, well, nigga, we work in the news media. The news media is designed that way. It's a, it's a racist type of deal. Bleed to lead. Um, you get the dumbest, most buffoonish black person you can find. That's why you get all these people on TV 
I'm getting Instagram rich or Instagram famous or you know social media famous. Uh, it, it's about making a, a fool out of most black people, man. Now, they go to these low-income areas uh, for stories. And I didn't realize this, but it's designed that way. Like, that's why I can't get in the news media, man. I, I could have got some jobs in, in, in like, uh, WXDL and stuff like that. But, you know, when I started looking into it, if it ble- I'm looking at their stories, I'm like, how come every story I see is about some negativity? Like, mm-hmm. the, good part, the good parts of the, the news is, like, in the middle of the, the, the broadcast. Like, it's in the middle. So... What grabs your attention is the weather and sports. You want to know what's the weather going to be for the week or the, the next day, and you want to know who's playing tonight. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Correct. And and at the end, in the middle, they'll show like a positive story, like a feel good story, like a you know somebody like a black man getting a uh, oh starting his business or coming from overseas, seeing his son for the first time since he was born. Like they'll show a story like that in the middle, but in the beginning of the first four you know segments, all you see is a uh, you may see like a, a car accident, you know, a car chase, and it's geared towards us, our demographic. Mm-hmm. That's real. So we need more positive media outlets, so we don't need like so much. The, the, the news is all bad news, man. It's not nothing good for you. It's, the television is programming us, my guy. Like, come on, man. No, I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. So I feel like, like I said, once again, Strength in numbers. I feel like how we change that image is we need more black people to start their own news companies to where we're promoting more of a positive image. Because if we're not, if they're damn sure not going to do it. So it's us to up. It's, it's, it's up to us to do it. You feel me? Right. Correct. All right. So we're going to segue into this. Uh, I know you want to talk about um, Amanda Seals. That whole situation in the Aisha Curry situation. So I'm gonna let you go, and then I'll just feedback off you, and we'll go like that. Okay. Now, uh, what what she did to um, uh, he used to play football. Uh, Myron Rowe, remember Correct. him? Uh-huh. Correct. Well, not really. He wasn't like a, a star or anything like that. But what he did was he retired from in the NFL hella early, and uh, he be- he became a, a, what, a neurosurgeon. Correct. <laughs> right. So. That's crazy, right? Like, you know, he, you know, he's still in his prime for the most part, but he decided to quit football and became a neurosurgeon. He uh, went to the FSU, so I'm surprised you don't really, really remember him. No, I, I know exactly um, who he is. <laughs> oh. oh, okay, yeah. So, obviously, they don't, you know, you play your whole life uh, to build up this reputation. Um, you quit the sport you love. Um, you become a doctor, right? You're mm-hmm. a doctor. Now, I guess they were supposed to hook up or whatever. Uh, some phone calls happened, and she lied and said he... Was trying to sexually assault her, or she knew somebody that she was sex. He was trying to sexually assault. Okay, correct. How do you feel about that? So I've read this article, and here's my take on it. Especially with us being black men, right? If you're going to say something like that, you have to be a hundred percent certain. Like, it can't be hearsay. It can't be no um, word of mouth. You have to know for sure that he did it. Because once once you say that, and especially when it comes to a black man, it's a, sti- it's a stigma on us, stigmatism on us, stigma on us that we might not be able to get off. And we might be going to jail for something that we didn't exactly. commit. So that's my point. Like, 
when I say people we all can't get along, or not all get along, I hope we can, but we all can't make it, people like that with that mindset she had with, with this false accusation of a black man on a crime that they already overly sexualized black people in general, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that, we got to cut out. People like her, even though she's famous, she can't make it into our new society that we're trying to have. Because what she's doing is counterproductive. By lying on us, saying that, oh, uh, he was DMing inappropriate things to women, none of that occurred. Like, what was the purpose of her saying that? Um, is she going crazy? Is she out of her mind? Is she jealous or does she want attention? And that goes into another thing I believe works wrong with black people, like, in our time. We're trying to be famous too quick. It's not everybody's God-given right to be on TV. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. We get we get people like that lying, and she got her little 15 minutes of fame. She's an actress. She's on Insecure. Like, she, she got stuff. But why would she have to go out her way and lie because the show's not on for another year? Like, they, they canceled it for another year or something? Not, uh, I see where you're coming from. It's hard being a black man in this country, man. You know, I get it. Everybody else have their druthers. You know, it's hard being a black woman. Black women got, you know, they got their own things they're working on. Um, I, I'm for my sisters. It's hard being a black man. I want all my folks, my people. Um, I, I know the society ain't gonna last. It can't. We have to. We have to do some changes. We draft some changes. So, what are the changes you think we should make? Truthfully, man, I don't smoke or drink. Um, I think if it's for medicinal reasons, I think people should smoke and drink, like smoke weed. Drinking, drinking moderation, but I don't think people should live their life for the bottle. A lot of people live their life for the turn up. We know people in college to this day that just wanted to be there just to party. No, that's real. That's just being real. Like, that scene is... Like, what is that? Like, what are you doing with your life? A lot of people don't have no, no goal. They don't have no, no, no figure that they want to aspire to be. You know, so I'm blessed to have people that I look at and look up to. But, you know, for that person that don't have that um, outlet like that I did, I want more opportunities for those kids. So we need to look out for the little ones after us. It's not so much what we got. It's about what we can give to others. That's real. No, that's, that's, that's. That's real. It's all about like, like how how I look at this podcast, right? Is and how like uh, how I tell all my friends who want to start a podcast, I have no problem helping you. Because if I eat and you trying to get on the same wavelength I'm on, I got to make sure yeah. you eat. Because if I'm eating, but I'm not doing my best to make sure the next man eats, who's part of, who's part of my community, what good am I? Right. That's, exactly, you're it, just there existing. Exactly, you gotta thrive. At some point, you gotta learn to. You want to thrive, and by you thriving, you see other people, and you know you can put other people in, put other people on, put other people under your wing, put other people you under know? my wing, so they can thrive. Yeah. Then they can put other people under the wing, so they can thrive. So it could be a chain effect. So that way, everybody is straight, and all our families are straight, and it's a trickle down effect. Exactly. We're looking for the, I'm telling you, man, we're looking for those get rich quick things. You see all those Instagram, like, you know what really made me mad? I was watching that video of the baby worked that dude, right? That dude deserved it, right? Now the dude went back to the mall. <laughs> he went back to the mall and asked the security guard, did he get jumped? <laughs> 
Like, what what are you doing? He made two videos. He made a video in the car talking about, oh, that's what you get packed out. You're not supposed to walk. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm thinking this dude done. The next day, I see this dude back at the mall. Asked the security guard, did I get done? Like, come on, man. What he's doing is trying to keep his little 15 minutes of fame. Mm-hmm. Like, why is that? You know, you go to any other, like, no other race does that but us. Like, we'll have, like, a some bottom dweller, you know, somebody that come around just to make some money. Like, what is those? Uh, those little, what is that? Uh, little Tay. Remember that, Little Tay? Mm-hmm. Where is she? They exposed her for being a fraud, right? So the fact that you had to dumb it down or put on some blackface to make some money would be a fake little minstrel show for society and the society at large, you've got to make money that way. So people are trying to get these get rich quick schemes and it's not cutting out because you're making the whole people look bad. The world, the world is seeing this now and we're not holding ourselves to another higher standard. We're lessening ourselves. I believe we need to get the family back together. Number one, I really think that, um, so like you got to marry Now I'm getting married. So I'm preaching now, but I get it. I get why marriage is good. I see the value of marriage and, I'm a Christian, so obviously I believe that God blesses the marriage. So I just don't get why we we just can't get it together. I mm-hmm. want us to get it together. I feel you on that. I pray all my people get get it together. You know. So I want to segue into this, right? So I have I have a segment on my show on my podcast called Unpopular Opinion, and. Here's my unpopular opinion when it comes to black men and how we're viewed. It's it's a betrayal out there. It's a betray- a portrayal out there that black men ain't shit, but in actuality we are the shit. There may be a few bad apples, but there are black men that handle their responsibilities, meaning home, work, career, family, and should not be judged by the few that try to tarnish the black man's reputation. What do you think about that? Hey, say that again. All right. <laughs> All right. It's a betrayal. It's a portrayal. It's an image out there that black men ain't shit. But in actuality, I feel like we are the shit. There may be a few bad a few bad apples, but overall, there are a lot of black men that handle their responsibilities, meaning home, work, career, family, and should not be judged by the few that try to tarnish the black man's reputation. Right. You agree with that? Do I agree? Wait, who are you thinking tarnishes the black man? So this this is what I mean by tarnishing the black man's reputation, right? I feel like there's a lot of black men out here in our communities that do good. But then yeah. there's also a lot of black men in the community that don't hold up their end of the bargain. And because what you see they is... They can't go with us. Correct. And what you see is more of the black men... Well, what you see in here is more of the black men that don't end up there into the bargain. The people that do handle their responsibilities and do what they need to do shouldn't be judged by their actions. So you can't, I feel like you can't loop us in a group. You can't lump us in a group and say black men ain't shit. Cause in actuality, we are the shit. It's just a few bad apples out the bunch that's messing up for everybody. I, so I, don't, so I agree. So don't sit there and try to tarnish our reputation because of what you see from them but you're only seeing one side and you're not seeing the other side. 
Right. All right. So, do you have an unpopular opinion on the black community or just black men as a whole? Hmm. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to say this. I'm going to say, I think for a black man, I think we need to get married. Okay. The only way you can truly gain, like, because, uh, you know, you, you, you knew me, you know, back in the day. Like, I, nigga, what? Married. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't getting married until Lamborghini come up with a fucking SUV. So we need to bring the black families back is what you're saying. I agree with that 100%. Yeah, we need to get the families back together because the only way you can truly gain uh, wealth, um, you can only pass down things to your generation. You don't have to struggle. You don't have to be like in a, you know, a cycle, a cycle of, you know, just. And then you're gonna just be real. The government assistance is what keeping us, uh, uh, you know, separate. I agree, hundred percent. I agree with you on that, hundred percent. I was just about to touch on that. And you know, be on Section Eight. You can't have a man in the house. Meaning what? The husband or the man is going to be somewhere else doing the same thing to another woman, and it's just going to create a cycle. Exactly. And that's when, and that's when the impressions of like young little boys and little girls will see certain things, and they think they don't need to be that. So a lot of people, a lot of us, we got to get married, man, or we just can't go to the new society. We got to go. No, I agree. Uh, no, you're that. That's a great point because I definitely agree with that. We definitely need to bring the black family back. Oh, and another thing too I want to say. <laughs> this is a this is an unpopular opinion too of mine. Why do you folks think they can put premium Snapchat on Snapchat? I want to talk about that for another topic, but I'm gonna let you touch on it. Go That's ahead. Gotta be the dumbest thing ever. You know what? Pornhub is free. Hampshire <laughs> is free. So you're gonna pay to see a chick Videos probably gonna end up on there one day. Like what? That's that attention. That's that I'm telling you. That's that attention stuff I'm talking about. That's exactly what I'm talking about right there. Oh These Johns over oh. here busting it wide open <laughs> for free. <laughs> you gonna try to make my pay two ninety nine for it to see what they already got? <laughs> I can't. Uh, social media you want to plug in Lamont or you good on that nah I'm good on that man. All right. I, I really don't alright no problem bro once again man once again Lamont oh wait go ahead I just want to say rest in peace Nipsey most of most of rest in peace I'm going to take you if you ever come to LA for the wedding I'm going to take you on Crenshaw and Slauson alright 
I'm gonna be there. Right. Antoine better be there because that boy been ever since Nipsey passed, he been listening to Nipsey nonstop. Everybody's been playing Nipsey nonstop, man. It's that's what I be talking about. Like right now, with unified, like it's really no tripping. No one's really caring about what color you wear uh-huh. out here. It's, it's real cool. It's mellow. It's peaceful right now, and it's really because Nipsey passed. Like low key, like they had a march. It was peaceful. There was nothing there. There's no uh, violence. You know, they may have little dust up here and there, but California right now, or L.A. rather, is uh, the, the murder rate is really, really low. That's the crazy part. Nah, that's real. All right, y'all. We're going to wrap it up. Y'all already know, man. Please, I'm stressing, please, please, please. Leave me a rating on iTunes. Leave me a review. Let me know how I can get better. So that way we can grow this thing. So that way I can get on and get other people on. And let's keep let's let's keep the cycle going. So also, if you know somebody that will like this podcast, share it. Share it with a friend. Let them listen to it. If they like it, let them leave a rating. Let them leave a review. Let them share it. You know, I'm all over. Uh, on Spotify, on Breaker, on uh, Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, on TuneIn, on Radio Public. So... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm on at least like ten platforms. So there's no way why maybe maybe more than maybe more than ten. But there's no reason why you shouldn't be listening to it. No reason why you know we shouldn't be sharing the podcast so that way it can so that way other people can listen to it. Because I want to get more people on. Like I already told more people. I got a lot of females on. My main focus right now, school, still going to have females on, obviously. But main focus is to get more female presence on the podcast. So if you got something you want to talk about, let's get it. Let's talk about it. I'm 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 down for almost any discussion. You talk to you talk to women about women problems a lot. You I, talk like we been going through it too. Yeah. I do, but there's not a lot of men that want to get on a podcast. Well, women have been more accessible for me to get than men, obviously, because they want to vent. <laughs> and that's why that's I want to get masculinity. That's what that is. And that's why I want to get more men on the podcast. So men out there, y'all want to get on the podcast? Hit me up. We can go ahead. We can make this work. Once again, follow the social media, uh, Thoughts of an Average Joe podcast on Instagram. Let me make sure that's right. No, sorry. Instagram is the Instagram's actually Average Joe Thoughts Podcast. The Twitter is the TOJ Podcast. It's the Instagram hashtag is the TOAJ Podcast. If you want to email me, email me at Thoughts of an Average Joe Podcast at gmail.com. Y'all got any questions you want me to answer? I'll answer them. Not a problem. If y'all want to get on, no problem. I'll get y'all on. Um, also, my sports podcast is launching this week, so look out for that. Me and my homie Antoine oh, yeah, getting on there, and we gonna we gonna get you on there. We are gonna get a lot of people on there because I know a lot of people that want to talk sports. So look out for that as well. Um, How you gonna set it up? Same way right now, me and you setting it up, and then eventually, um, I'm getting. Antoine's getting a mic, and then there's a way I can do it to where we both can talk. So, mm. yeah. So it's it's it was it's been a long time coming because I was supposed that podcast was supposed to come out first before this one, but nevertheless, it's here. Just look out for that. Just you know, what I'm saying, share with a friend. Just leave me leave me ratings, leave me reviews, and once again, man, it's thoughts of an average Joe, your favorite average Joe. I'm out. Peace.
It's a different kind of city when you live in red All different opinions, can you choose a side? Come together for the better Change can only start From the thoughts of an average Joe 